I don't think I could ever go on that show. One, they're too big. I would just die. Like, I would just, you need to like match. I don't, but then they're so good at matching at your level. Yeah, that's true. We yeah. want, we want to, yeah, we want all the, the juicy real reason, you know? You get vulnerable with us, you know? Yeah. Do you think um, a show like Love After Divorce, season three, could be produced by an American? Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Asian Soup Podcast. This is your co-host Jules. And this is your co-host Rox. The Asian Soup Podcast is your cozy space on the internet where we share and discover stories about one another. We chat about a range of topics, some serious and some not so serious. Come sit with us and get nourished. How's it going? Not bad, not bad. How are you? Good, good. Let's talk about some tv shows and stuff like that we've been obsessed about yeah okay okay so it was so random when you messaged me yesterday about pc show yeah yeah. well i guess in english it'll be pc pc show yeah pc show i thought it was just like sick you know like sick Uh, but then when he said it's like pc show yeah in korea (laughs) it's pc like pc show yeah pc show i'm also obsessed and I was just really surprised when you messaged me yesterday and you were yeah. like, oh, I'm obsessed with this show. Like, mm. it's so funny. Yeah. And I thought, really? Like, I thought it would be more funny for like a Korean speaking audience. So I found yeah. it really interesting that you found it funny. Yeah. How did you find out about Pishik Show and mm. what do you find so funny so about funny it? About and it. for anyone who doesn't know what Pishik <laughs> Show is, can you quickly explain to our audience what Pishik Show is? Okay. So Pishik Show is like a youtube hosted talk show or interview show and it's hosted by three comedians and they are hilarious and when the main guy's called daniel then you've got kenneth and then you got jung jung something jung jung something i i can't say his name i'm sorry uh they have a guest each time usually but i think when I was digging through their YouTube, they had other, like, older yeah. videos and skits and stuff. So I haven't explored it enough. I'm the Pishik Show is, like, one part of their big YouTube channel. Right. So they do – their main thing, I think, is actually skits oh, and acting. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Yeah. So, like, I think I came across it on TikTok and there was a, a couple of guests that I n- know of. Like, mm. I think the recent one was Somi. Somi. Oh, yeah, yeah. The girl – who's famous for her tectonic song recently. Oh, okay. Um, and then another one was obviously like RM from BTS. Oh, yeah, he was That was biggest. a big one. So, yeah, when I watched those two, I was just like, I, I saw a few reels and I was like, how is this so funny? Like, how is this so funny? And then they are speaking English. So And, mm. and there's also... um subtitles for when they're speaking korean but just the it's just so funny they're Mm. just so silly and they're so non-serious or they pretend to be serious but they're not like it's just really i don't know it's just shit i laugh at you Mm -hmm. know and it's so easy yeah um they don't take themselves seriously and the way they get their guests involved in the silliness is really funny as well Mm. because um just the questions they ask them is so it's so funny and it's not like a normal talk show it's unique it's very unique and then they also have like sponsors and in the middle yeah. they have funny ads oh, i'm yeah. like what the hell is going on <laughs> it's just ridiculous ads. i was like How like the little real like they teach korean yeah but it's like all weird korean and as there well. was this other ad the other day i sh- saw in the middle of the show and daniel was 
had like this wig on and like he was a woman he was like dressed up as a woman i don't know what's going on but yeah it's my new obsession i'm trying to like catch up with older episodes when i have free time like chill time Mm. i think i'm today i just watched like the daniel caesar one oh yeah that was good um (laughs) that was funny and then yeah they're just even if I don't know who they're interviewing, mm. I'm starting to watch those as well. I'm like, oh, I don't know who this guy is, but there's a lot of views. Let's let's try. Interesting, like, interesting. Yeah. That's so interesting. Just their humor is, yeah, I think so amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I re- I really feel like they're gonna blow up even more. They've already blown up. It's but so, if yeah. it can reach to a non-speak Korean speaking audience as well. Mm. I think that's really, really special. I thought that was their goal in a way. Mm. Not their goal, but like, you know how they, at the beginning, they're like, hey, say hi to our global audience. Yeah, yeah. But then they said it was like 10% global, maybe. Mm. I don't remember what they said, but. Do you want to do a little, little clip? To say a message to Pishik fan, uh, Pishik University. Hey, Pishik show. Uh, just wanted to say thank you for making me laugh. You have a new fan from Sydney and we're from the same area where Daniel Daniel, I went up. to the same primary school as you and he was looking for his fellow friend <laughs> and I almost wanted to like help him. Be like, I'm here. Find his <laughs> long lost best friend. But I think we would have been in the same school at the same mm. time. Yeah. I don't know. So you, you guys are cool. just next level funny. And you're just killing it. So congrats and keep going. Congrats. And did you start watching them and did you always know who they were? Like, I think um, what were they famous I actually for first? Or? got to know them more through Pichik. Oh no! I got. I, I, have you seen them do peaches? No, I haven't. Yeah, that's, but I need to watch it. That's yeah. where I first discovered them, and I was just I watched it like ten times, and I was like, <laughs> "This is so confusing." Like their acting is so good mm. that I didn't know if they were serious or a joke. Yeah. But obviously now you know they were acting. But they yeah, have played these they, characters they're so good at acting jokey. Like yeah. I would not be able to do a skill yeah. like that. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're professional. <laughs> they're really good at playing their own specific role. Mm. and it just seems so real and it's like this weird like kind of humor where the acting is just so good yeah and you know that it's all written by them as well and it's they're just amazing but yeah peaches is how i found them yeah and then a couple years ago maybe yeah and then i sort of started watching them more through pishik show yeah and it's just so funny like Every time they drop an episode, I'm like, oh, my God, I have to watch Don't it. And it. I love yeah. all the people that they choose to have on the show as well. Yeah. So I get so excited. Like, Do you know most of them as well? I think I know most of oh, them. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. And, you know, quite a few of them that I've watched so far, they've said that these people uh, don't usually take – or some of these guests don't usually go on talk mm. shows or some of these guests, like, keep a low profile. Yeah. But they choose to go on Pisic Show because it's so different and yeah. so funny. Yeah. And like it's just a – it seems like a really fun experience for the guests yeah. as well. I know, right? Imagine – They're just like next level. Hope we can go on the show one day. Oh, my God. I, I, I don't think I could ever go on that show because, one, they're too big. They're too big. They're too big. But I, I would just die. Like I would just – 
I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you need to like match. I don't. But then they're so good at matching at your level. Yeah, that's true. Too. They're different. They're different to each, each guest. guest. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they really adjust. Yeah, so, yeah, it's really natural. What about dumbfounded? Oh, um, fun yeah, with dumb. Yeah. Fun with dumb. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I like I like fun with dumb, but only when people I like are on it or or I'll like watch their shorter reels because I love the girl that's oh I don't see I don't even know her name yeah she's cool but yeah I haven't gotten into it that Mm. much Mm -hmm. I don't know why but I've only watched the recent (gasps) love after divorce full episode I watched dumbfounded full episode we watched that episode on tv on tv yeah me too and then (laughs) just by myself because sim doesn't watch it but in the end when Jerome was like Oh no! Wait, spoiler, spoiler. Wait, oh, wait, no, is no, there a spoiler? No, no spoiler. But in wait. the end, Jerome on Dumbfounded mm-hmm. show, mm-hmm. podcast show, but it's also on YouTube. Um, he was like, "Oh, it's already over," and I was like, "Oh yeah, why is it already over?" Like that, <laughs> I wanted more. Yeah. In, in that episode, but like you mean the podcast episode? In the podcast yeah, episode, because yeah. I was like, "Oh, I could have watched." They could have kept that. talking yeah. about more. Yeah. In that episode about love after divorce. Yeah. Because there were so many things that we didn't know yeah. about that they shared. And then so I felt like Dewey was really quiet in Dun- the Dumb Out and Founded show. Mm-mm. This is such a niche episode because people will only listen if they like into these shows. <laughs> Should we that put in a little bit of context for anyone? Okay, okay. So Love After Divorce is this Netflix show <laughs> that got aired a few months ago, season three yeah. on Netflix. Um, and season finale, one and two. finale just finished like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe like nine, eight episodes. It's not that long. It's not that long. But each episode is very long. It's like over an, an hour. hour. Over an hour. I love it. Yeah, like <laughs> but I want to watch every moment. Like yeah. I don't want to miss a moment. Me too. Like if I go to the kitchen to get something, You'll rewind. I'll pause it. I'll pause <laughs> it and I'll be like, oh, go toilet or go kitchen to get so like, good. a drink. And I'm like, okay, I'm back. So, okay. So season three, it's with a bunch of kyopo, which means like Korean oh. people who live outside of korea yeah, yeah. you call them kyopo yeah and these people Basically they're based in america in, yeah they're based in america but korean background mm. and the title of the show is called laughter love after divorce because it's a group of divorcees mm. who are looking for a second chance in love yeah and they live in you same know house. same house like for a big house a week and every like, night like f- at least five days or something yeah. yeah, and every night they reveal a piece of information about themselves. Yeah. So the first night I think they revealed – Reason for divorce. Oh, yeah. Oh, I cried like a baby yeah. in that episode. Yeah, yeah. Another one was age. Age, yeah. Another one was location. Region? Yeah, location. Location. Like where they live. Where they live. US is so big. Um, <laughs> like they could – one person could be in New York and one person could be in LA. Which is like what? So many hours away. Flight apart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any kids that was the last review mm-hmm. oh, oh work. occupation occupation yeah <laughs> but kids like, was the last whoa. one kids, was, yeah, the last kids one. was the last one um and it was really interesting because it's like a korean tv show but about american koreans or korean americans well, season one and two was korean and i tried to dig up oh yeah dig that up on youtube but i couldn't find the full episodes but it was quite different i think it's very different so different but same concept, um, still five days, still revealing info, divorcees, but Korean, Korean. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this one was on Netflix, season three. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it was just so good. Yeah. You know, know what was really interesting? My cousin from Canada, 
she was telling me that Korean Koreans didn't find it as interesting. Ah, oh, maybe because we're Asian Aussie. Yeah. Yeah. We can, I don't know, make, kind of relate to them in of a way. Of course, because yeah. like it's the whole... And oh, we have to mention that they're all speaking in Korean as well. Oh, yeah. You have to read the subtitles. Which is so but weird. But sometimes they break into English moments because they are... That's their natural language. Yeah, yeah. And it's also the type of Korean show where there's a few hosts that react to it. So kind of like you know, Singles Inferno, there's like hosts that like react panel. and they're mm. the panel and they're watching while you're watching mm. and they're reacting while you're reacting. So you kind of feel like... this. <laughs> well, I'm not watching it with my partner. So I'm like, oh my God, like... What the, yeah, with them, yeah, you get their real reactions and it's yeah. like so funny. Yeah, yes. Yeah. You feel the same. Yeah. Yeah. So what did you really think was different about this show? Well, I think what interests me, well, it just definitely just popped up probably from my algorithm, but and it was new, but I think after watching a few K-dramas recently and getting into it really like earlier this year, I found that sometimes there's storylines where a divorced woman is really looked down upon in Korean culture. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that's like in reality. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm not Korean and I don't mm. live in Korea. I don't know any friends in Korea. So I just thought it was like really sad for like that added pressure from society. Yeah. So I felt like the topic in general, like, oh, love after divorce. I wonder what it is. Like it just interested me. Yeah. And from the first um the first episode, not much happened in the first episode. Like you met the people, yeah. which is exciting. Yeah. But I was just hooked straight away. I yeah. just wanted to watch more. Yeah. And the location was cool. They were in Cancun. I don't know. And it also felt like such a real situation for a divorced person wanting to find love again. And in general, Korean dating shows or this kind of dating show, I feel like I just don't like those trashy Western ones because they're just like making out and being gross on the first date. And it's like, dude, like that's that's <laughs> not real. Like I don't know that it could be real for some people, but it is just you don't really get to know the person authentically. Mm. They're all they're always dressed in like tight dresses and heels. So now I'm complaining about <laughs> normal <laughs> dating shows, but this one they're it's like trashy. Yeah, like. they're just trashy and like they're just yeah, it's so sexual. I don't know, it's just like so sexual, the mm. Western ones. But this one is like, you know, people are just dressed as yeah, like they're dressed nice, like the girls try, but it's just more it's just more real. Yeah. To me. Yeah. How yeah, about yeah. you? Okay, I love dating shows. Like I love Singles yeah. Inferno. Yeah. Love that. And what other dating shows? Like I just I like that was the best recently. Single Inferno. Yeah, that's the only like one that comes year. to my mind at the moment. Yeah. But, you know, everyone's super beautiful on that show, yeah, right? Yeah. Whereas Singles Inferno, I think I think I just love that everyone came with a story. Yeah. And, yeah, it's you just know they're not these perfect people. And it's just mm. so inspiring to see, like, these people put themselves try. out there and mm. try something that's you know, really out of their comfort zone and a lot of them haven't dated in a while and stuff like that. And yeah. I think... Also, what was different was that it was a group of Korean American people mm. on a Korean show. That 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 dynamic is just so interesting, yeah. and that could literally just be me on the show. Like, I'm not a divorcee, but like, you know what I mean. Like, if I were <laughs> totally like, I don't know. I started when I got really into it. I was like, I'm not divorced, and I don't want to be divorced, but somehow I feel so much for them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I like. I just really want 
the best for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Didn't you feel like they were so relatable because especially, okay, okay, I guess we'll talk about our favourites soon, but like especially the ones that have been living, that are a little bit more Americanized. Yeah. I felt like that is us. Yeah. You know, that is us but in an American shape. Yeah. And honestly, like divorce happens to people and I don't know why, but it's just a, it seems more serious than just a breakup and you're single again. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like they tried that marriage thing and it didn't work out and mm. now they had to pick themselves up and try again. Mm-mm. Who were your favourite characters and <clears throat> which moments did you, like, love? I really like Benita and Jerome and Sora. Mm. They're, I think they're my three favourites. Everyone else was, like, I felt for them at different moments but, like, consistently I think – yeah, those few. Mm-hmm. How about you? And and Ricky. Ricky seems oh, like a yeah, really nice yeah. guy. Yeah. How about you? I think I really liked Harim in the mm. beginning. Okay. Because after she shared her story, she I could mm. really just sort of see how hard it was for her. Because her reason really was the, the religion. Yeah. Her, her ex-husband. Yeah. She didn't mesh with that mm-hmm. religion and... Yeah, it was just didn't work out. Yeah, and I really liked how she reflected back like on her divorce and mm. you could just tell that she's really grown from that mm. experience and the way she shared it was just, I don't know, I, I bawled my eyes really? out. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I bawled, I cried, I think I cried for Sora. Oh, I cried for Sora. Yeah, I cried for Sora. I think that was the main one I cried for. <laughs> that seemed pretty sad. I know which scene, the bit where she breaks down, right? Yeah. Mm. At the dinner table. Oh, I was thinking. I was know, crying at the dinner table. You know, know, after the basketball scene and then oh. she breaks down. Yeah, no, no, no. I was crying like in the first episode oh. when she shared the reason for divorce yeah, and yeah. she was saying how her ex-husband had verbally abused her mm. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Hadim, I really like Ricky. And then Benita and Jerome really grew on me like yeah. in the second half of the – when they oh, lived together, really? they really grew on me then. Oh, I and, liked them from the start uh, in some way. Did you want them to end up together? Um, I didn't know what would happen but because Jerome was into Benita, I was like I hope she realises like how much he likes her. Mm. But she was hard to get, yeah. you know. So I, I think because Jerome was eating TV dinners <laughs> – in, yeah. <laughs> in his home. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, so sad. Like he left the in- entertainment industry. Like he started his own career, but he's just, he, he said he was like a good uncle. Like he lo- loves his oh, nieces and nephews. And I was like, you oh. You know his ex-wife is really famous. Oh, yeah, apparently. She's really, really famous yeah. now. And I was like, oh, it'd be nice if he could have his own family for, mm. for himself. I don't know. Don't even know yeah. him, you know. But um, I thought Benita was really stylish mm. and because her family works at a – has a clothing company or something, I was like, yeah, she's stylish. Mm-mm-mm. But, yeah. Yeah, and you're like fashion textile person too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ah. yeah, so they were my favourite and I think my favourite scene was um, when Benita and Jerome, they're, they're dyeing his hair. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. <laughs> The, the dye yeah, comes the dye, down. Yeah, bit, I was like, how did she me. not see that? Oh my god! How did she not see the? I think dye she said down. something along the lines of like she thought that it 
it wouldn't stain. Like it would just wipe off. Still, yeah. I would want still want to just wipe it off a little bit. Oh, so, so funny! funny. Oh my That's god! So funny. And meeting the parents the next day. Okay, let's let's be hypothetical, right? Like, if you were divorced, and what, just pretend, just pretend. I'm divorced. <laughs> just just pretend. It happened. Yeah. You were divorced. <laughs> <laughs> you had to go on a um to after divorce Australia yeah. version, and you know, say it's like five ten years later, and because we don't even know if you have a kid or not. Should we make you have a kid or not? Yeah, have a kid. <laughs> to make you have yeah. one kid. <laughs> you can make, you okay. can do whatever you like. You have one kid. Okay, okay. I've got one kid. And um, mm-hmm. you still live in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Okay, those things like location, child, ah. like all those those five things. Yeah. What do you think is the most important? Oh, okay. For you, if you had a kid, and okay, yeah. so there's location, Career. job, number of children. Yeah. Age. Age. Do we say location? Oh, reason for divorce. Oh, reason yeah, for yeah. divorce. Yeah. Oh, they're all so good. Yeah. Like they're all so important, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's, but, it's definitely a bit of everything. Yeah, but, but you said it's five years, so I'll be like 30, like, you know, 39. So, you know, even if I met like a 50-year-old, I guess age is, you know, doesn't matter too much, uh-huh. I guess. Because I'm already younger. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. That's, Okay. The, I think with age, it's like you don't want to be with someone too old at that point. Yeah, yeah. Because like you might only have like a few 10, years to 10, 15 years. Because like you know, like our bodies are more prone mm. to diseases and yeah. stuff like that when we're yeah, older. Yeah. So I would, okay. I'm gonna put Fair. age lower though. Okay, I'm gonna yeah, bring yeah. age down yeah, because yeah. I'm the old one. At yeah, that, and, not and old, people but that older they one. would put on the show would be like around <laughs> a decent age. Okay. You know, like okay. I don't think they would. That's true. Put like an like 80 year old yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true <laughs> like it can't be too far off yeah, yeah. that's true and jerome yeah. was older but he's the oldest was jerome and he was 47 and he felt so young yeah yeah See, age totally. didn't matter yeah. age didn't yeah. matter okay yeah. so i would say oh location is pretty important yeah like yeah. if they lived in for us it'll be perth right yeah oh so far away yeah. you're so far away like i have mm-hmm. to fly to you yeah and you have a kid and it and if you had a kid, they'd, mm-hmm. in five years, they'd be around five. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so. That's true. Okay. Yeah, okay. Honestly, for me, I feel like I'm not too attached to where I am. So uh-huh. I'm also going to bring location down. Okay. I will move for you. Okay. I will yeah, move for you. Yeah. So I'm going to lower it down, but it will sit above age. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I put oc- occupation as third. Okay. And then second one. What oh, there was a um, reason for divorce. Oh, yeah. I think reason for divorce is pretty important as well. Okay. Yeah. Maybe that's like three. Okay, that's three. And then or location. Two. Location's like f- maybe four. And then what number of children. Maybe, number number, of children. maybe it's like that. Number of children's first. Number one. Yeah. Because I can't be with you if you have three kids. I don't know. Yeah. It's just too many. Totally. Like that's what I thought as well. Kids. I think kids is number one. Because What's I yours? Have kids first yeah. as well. Because if I had a kid, I feel – okay, I don't have a kid. But <laughs> if I had a kid mm. – Say I had one kid, right? Say mm. we're both the same person. Yeah. <laughs> so <I had laughs> okay. One kid. I feel like I would want someone also with one kid mm. in a way because then they would understand mm. me mm. and they'd be able to like just understand and empathize. Yeah. And it's not like they have too many. Like one or two is okay, right? But if they have three kids, like that's – I don't know if I could do that unless one kid was a lot older mm-hmm. and we don't really need to fully take care of them in a way. Yeah. And then there's 
two little kids that can play with my kid, yeah, then that's cool. But you know what? If I don't have a kid and I'm 39 and divorced, I'd probably be fine with someone having kids because mm. then I could be – it could be my opportunity to be like a mother figure Mm-mm-mm. like because I didn't have a kid and yeah. I probably won't be able to have a kid. I have – 39 is pretty – like some, some women have kids at 40 plus mm. but it's hard. Mm. So – Okay. But still, like, kids is very important, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's a whole other human that's... Yeah. It's or not, humans that come into the picture. It's not just, yeah. Yeah. Fun dating times. And it makes everything more complex, like how mm. you raise them and... And how their relationship is, like, with their ex-wife. Oh. And how they raise the yeah, kid. That was so complicated. So... Because you're going to have to keep seeing your ex-wife. Yeah. They'd have to do drop-offs and birthday parties like Mm. it'd be good if everyone was chill for sure but obviously that's still some Mm. awkwardness there yeah not easy not easy what about your number two three Uh, four and five i think location is still important yeah i don't know and i mean i i would move for someone but i do really love sydney like i don't know my family's here Mm. like my friends are here i think it'd be really hard Mm. if they're really far away you know if it's Melbourne and it's another big city, I'm fine. But mm. if it's very different, mm. then I don't know. Plus, Especially where? if I had a kid and, yeah. you know, my job and everything. We're in the bigger city. Yeah. So they, they can might. Move to us. Yeah. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah. True. True. Age like you. Yeah. It doesn't. It's more about the person. Yeah. By reason, that stage. Reason for divorce. Reason for divorce is important because I think it shows a lot about that person. For sure. And sometimes in some of the reasons in love after divorce, I was like, you're not being transparent enough. (laughs) That's not like, I don't get it, you know? Mm. Especially when the reasons, I think some of the guys said, oh, personality clash, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude. Too vague. Too vague. Yeah, too vague, like. You should really be dating this person for a while first. Like, mm. I don't know. Like, I'm sure, like, divorces happen, right? But yeah. then it's like personality clash. Yeah, like, that's... Would you not have known that earlier? Like, <laughs> like, but I don't blame someone like Sora, right? Because mm. that wasn't really a personality clash. Like, but some of the reasonings mm. were like, oh, yeah, just like we grew apart. And so, like, I mm. get that can happen, but yeah. it's just a bit like... Did something happen? Or? Yeah, yeah, like you want more. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. I thought personality clash was a bit yeah. too vague. Yeah. And I like it when the reason for divorce has some portion of self-reflection in there. Yeah. Like, oh, part of it was also me. Like, yeah. you don't have to be yeah. self-detrimenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just it's too, to the two enough, people. Yeah. yeah, to acknowledge what you've learned from that experience as well yeah. rather than like victimizing yourself and saying – I don't know. It's that person's fault. I don't we, think anyone yeah. did that. That's but, true. But yeah, we just want more. We yeah. want. We want to. We yeah. want all the, the juicy real reason. You, you know, get vulnerable with us. You know. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Something that I thought was really cool is that everyone on the show is like Korean American, and. I felt like I've never felt, even though I'm not a divorcee, but I've never felt as seen. Did you feel <laughs> yeah. that as well? well? I felt it, but I think for you it would feel even more because you're Korean Aussie. Mm-mm-mm. 
Whereas for me, I still don't understand the language, so I'm still like an outsider. Yeah. But sure, like the Asian culture, I can relate to. Yeah. Like Asian Aussie. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also like being seen by the Korean audience in Korea yeah. as well, mm. because. You know, usually in Korea, they make content or create dramas and movies about like the Korean experience in mm. Korea. Yeah. But having a whole show based on like the American or Korean American or, you know, that Kyopo experience, it felt very special and you feel, yeah, as I said, seen. Do you feel like there's going to be more shows like this in the future? I and hope so. Do you reckon the world has an appetite for it? I hope so. Like, I have an appetite for it. <laughs> I, I would yeah, like to see more show. of it. And Pisic show. It's just... Fun with dumb. Yeah, I just think... Because I'm new to the Korean media or culture, um, I feel like it's just so nice, like, to just realise, like, you don't have to always watch American shows mm. and that you can connect with a totally different culture. I don't even know the... the I have to read the subtitles, but it's still so entertaining mm. And it, like, I can still relate to it in some way. I don't know. It's entertaining. It's a really good time for, mm. like, another another country to get some spotlight, you know? Oh, yeah. yeah. It's just more diverse, more stories, mm. more things to learn. It's just better. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. And for me, I've grown up watching Korean TV and watching Western media at the same yeah. time. Yeah, yeah. You know, side by side. But yeah. I would consume one on tv yeah and i consume the other one through a vcr tape is that what you call yeah. them like a videotape yeah, yeah i did that with chinese shows yeah so yeah, yeah. i feel like a lot of us asian australians grew up with that right yeah. like we had watch it with your parents with your parents yeah it's still media but we consumed it differently yeah yeah but then now it's getting more and more blended yeah and it's really cool to see that what i used to watch on you know, in those videotapes is now something that I can talk about with my colleagues and with anyone. Yeah. And I think that's really, really cool. Yeah. And I also love that, you know, the big blockbuster movies and TV shows don't have to come from Hollywood anymore. Yeah. It's not just through that Hollywood American lens. Now, yeah. you know, even a, a small country that just, you know, is coming out of – well, they're apparently are still in war, but like uh, it's a really small little country mm. with a group of like I, I see them as like a really mighty bunch of people. That's how I yeah. see Korean people. Yeah, they are could create some you know so much interesting you know content mm. and stories that yeah. actually transcend to other cultures and other languages as well. Mm. To me, that's really really cool. I think it's really important too because. As I don't know, as Asian Aussies or as Asians, it's just like there's just more perspectives and more options and more, yeah, you just, I don't know. It opens, like even with Love After Divorce, it's like learning that div divorce is a bit more taboo in Korea. It's like I wouldn't know that, you know. Mm. But I don't know why it touched me in a way, you know. Mm. Do you think um, a show like Love After Divorce season three could be produced by an American company? Or do no. you think it's... They asked that in Fun With Dumb, Oh, did right? they? What did was... They? I thought uh, they did. Has to, I, think they said, I think they said, would you go out on like an American show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they said no. no. Yeah. I guess because in Western 
culture, being divorced isn't that big of a deal. Mm. So then it would somehow turn into another trashy dating show probably. Actually, I don't know if that's true because I saw there was a show (laughs) on like Channel 10 or Channel 7 that I watched um, earlier this year and it was a show for like 50 plus um, men and women and they also lived in a house and they were Aussie and they were trying to find love and they went on little dates as well. So I actually was really into that. Oh. And they had kids that were like 18 and stuff. They were pretty old. Oh, cool. They were like 50 plus 60 and it wasn't that trashy. Okay. So I lie. I okay. watched that too and it was really entertaining. But it wasn't like it would never be just Asian Australians. They were, It was all mostly 90% white people Yeah, on the Aussie show. And and. Australian company would never do a TV show strictly about Asian Australians. Can you imagine that? I know. But I feel like if they did do that, it would be nice to, nicer next time to have like a bit of more of a mix. Ah, uh, yeah. But it wouldn't be strictly Asian. That's yeah. the thing. TV is just so behind with this. Yeah. The only sort of people who could create like a love after divorce type of show, mm. if it wasn't love after divorce, is actually people like us, I think. Yeah. Like Asian Australian people, like making yeah. content like in their spare time and like building something and creating a show with, you know, but it's so hard because it's like, you don't want to be exclusive either. That's why love after divorce is so unique because it's like a Korean show, you know? So they're kind of allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like, Oh, we're just doing in America. So there's no like restrictions or like racism or anything. I don't know. But I think it was hard for like, say Dewey, because he is more Korean Korean Mm. and, then Jisoo wanted someone who was um, more, more Korean, Korean American. Oh, yeah, in the middle. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's get nourished. So today we have a instant packet almond Chinese sweet soup. Which is similar to the black sesame one we tried before, but I actually haven't tried this flavor. Yeah, it's white-ish, creamy colored. And we were just saying that almond flavor is, um, I don't know, it's just sweeter than, almond doesn't seem like this to me. Whenever almonds like turn into powder form, it just turns into a, its own Completely little different beast. thing. Yeah, and it, in Hong Kong they like like almond cookies and stuff as well. Oh, and yeah. that that to me, I'm like, how did they... There's like almond meal or almond powder. I'm mm. like, it tastes good, but it's really powdery and sweet. Yeah. I'm like, hmm, I wonder. Anyways, it's very different to just eating mm. almonds. You um, know, it tastes different to what it smells to me. When I smell it, it seems really almondy. But when I. It tastes really almondy to me. It's got this like strong, okay. like pointy yeah. taste at the end. Do you know what I mean? It's like pointy at the end. Yeah. Okay. It is really almondy. But it's it's a hot one. So. Yeah, very cozy. Well, guys, thanks for listening till the end. I know we, we wrapped up like five <laughs> then times and then <laughs> we are, I actually – I'm so surprised we had so much to say about TV shows Yeah, because I didn't think this could be a whole topic for us. Yeah. We talk about it but like yeah. in side chats yeah. maybe but not yeah. so much like I didn't think in it would be a whole fleshy thing. Episode. Yeah. Yeah. We only really talked about two shows. In this episode. Yeah. I remember when <laughs> Singles Inferno was out. Yeah. 
we wanted to do an episode for it, but yeah. we felt like it was too late. Too late. But, but yeah. honestly, I don't know if you guys could tell, but we're very relaxed. Yeah. We're very relaxed matter. season two. We're like, uh, yeah. just try our best. Let's have fun, yeah. you know? Yeah. So yeah. talk about TV shows. Yep. Yeah. We'll do it. Totally do it. Yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for listening. Thank and you. And we'll see you in the next one. See ya. Bye. Bye.